Hello, welcome to another episode of Mornings with Marla. Um, I decided not to do my intro song today just because I wanted to keep the energy really nice and low. Um, I'm just really feeling the spring energy right now, which, you know, builds up energy within your body and and it's kind of like this unthawing I like to think of and like this cultivating of more energy coming into summer. Um, So I spent the morning this is all just coming so full circle. It's just, I have to talk about um, all the things that have happened within the last year, but um, I'm sitting in my yoga room, which I had set up exactly a year ago on, I don't know if it was like the exact date, but um, uh, Saturday is when I set it up and it's uh, Tuesday today, but it just feels like such this sacred little nook of a space. And um, I know some of you follow me on social media. I've seen like I had a whole yoga room, like our extra bedroom was for my sound healings and yoga. And um, we just had a roommate move in um, Huxley. She's been on another podcast and Um, so she got the extra bedroom and we have like this little storage nook kind of back in our house. That's used to be a hallway and it's all been like put into this little room. We used to use it as storage and had like all of our bikes and toilet paper and paper towel and stuff back here. But, um, I got to this Saturday, we cleaned out the storage unit, moved everything out so I could recultivate a little yoga space. And oh my God, does it feel so good to be back in here? Um, I'm currently sitting with just two candles lit in the dark, topless, just did a lot of um, really low to the ground movement, a lot of sacral work. And yeah, so it just feels so good to be back in here. I have goosebumps and I, it's really weird though. I'm recording this podcast and I have the um, video off and usually have the video on. So I can't see myself talking right now, uh, which is a little different, but um, I'm just really feeling this spring energy today and all of these things that have happened within the last year. So Saturday was March 27th and it was exactly a year since I got laid off from my sales job. And I remember during that time, just like really a lot of just like what ifs and confusion and scared and um, fear of what lies ahead and how, what is, what does this COVID look like? And what does a pandemic look like? And how long does this last? And there was a huge part of me that just had this rush of relief. I remember getting the phone call. I was at the grocery store and I, they were like, all right, yeah, unfortunately we're laying everyone off. And I was just like, I knew this was coming. Even though you promised it wouldn't happen, I knew it was coming. And I was very like filled with relief over it because that job was just so stressful and I knew it wasn't filling my soul's purpose. And I thought it was the next step into cultivate more success in my life and um, get a jump into making more money and having an actual career rather than serving. And and I just remember my partner, Matt, was like, well, what are you going to do? You can get a job at Home Depot. Like the first thing he said, you can get a job at Home Depot for $14 an hour and you'll have a job at least so you won't have zero income. And uh, I just remember being like, can you give me like a week to process all this to figure out what I'm going to do? And, you know, then we had the blessing of unemployment, which was really awesome and gave a lot of us some time to really reevaluate what we wanted out of life and who we were and what we were calling in. And I know for a lot of people, it was really hard, but also for a lot, it was a really huge blessing. Um, And 
Yeah. So I've just been really reflecting on the last year and everything that I've done and everything that's come up and everything I've worked through and all the things I've learned. And I feel like it was this enormous spiritual up-leveling that I feel like, you know, sometimes when you get into the spiritual realm, your spiritual ego takes over into this kind of spiritual bypassing situation. And it was really just a swift smack in the face of just like, all right, here's your next up-level. And uh, it was a year since I joined the Create community, and I remember just attending all of the classes all the time um, for months straight. You know, I had my calendar, and I was filling it up with all these amazing teachers and um, workshops, and it was just such a healing time. And it's really fun to feel like I'm back in that place again where I can re-have this cycle and reevaluate what I'm calling in and what I'm asking for as spring is unfolding. Um, and it just, it's, it's my season, you know, like winter, I just, I have low energy and I really embrace the hibernation part of everything. And it's a lot more darkness, a lot more shadows and a lot more challenging for me to fully step into what feels best in my body. And as spring happens, it's this slow, beautiful unthawing of the ice melting and the snow melting and the flowers are slowly blooming. And I know it's not my most fiery time yet. I know summer will will bring that, but um, it just feels nice to really slowly allow myself to unthought and like this vision I have in my head is just like the flower coming out of the ground coming out of the frost and just slowly coming up and back to life and I really feel that in my body because you know we are part of nature and that is our cycle and I know some people don't live in a place where it is very seasonal it is very cold in winter and very dark you know in California it's like you pretty much get the same ride the whole time but um, when I do live in a season more seasonal climate I feel it so much more deeply. Um, so to start, I just wanted to, if you're driving, just keep your eyes open, but I just really wanted everyone to like take a deep breath and really get into their body. Um, if you're doing something, maybe just take a pause for just five minutes or just a minute and just close your eyes and maybe place your hands on um, your sacral chakra, which would be your womb space or right below your belly button. And just take a deep breath in the nose and out the mouth. We'll do two more of those. So big breath in the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Let's see if you can drop into your body to really feel what your body's feeling right now, how your energy level is. Using your breath to drop your thoughts out of your head and just really being in your body. What does your womb feel like? Can you feel the warmth on your belly um, where your hands are holding? Drop the shoulders, relax through the face. And then maybe roll the hips side to side, kind of taking some circles with um, the belly, with the hips, just opening up and awakening that sacral center, that like root area kind of where like the pelvis ends. 
It's where we can cultivate a lot of ground and a lot of energy. And if you're seated or standing or wherever you are, just really try and feel the presence of the earth around you, the earth beneath your feet, beneath your sit bones. Maybe if you're out in nature, observe the nature around you. For me, if I was looking out the window, I'd be looking at the mountains. And I want you to understand that every single day you can drop into your body and really ask what would be the most nourishing for your body today, not what would be the most productive, not what would get the most done, not your to-do list. What I've been trying to do every morning is instead of immediately jumping to what I have to do for the day, and it tends to throw me into this negative thought spiral, this kind of chaotic energy right away in the morning. I've been trying to like just lay there and drop into my body and ask how my body's feeling. And um, this morning it was just like, nourish me, move me around. So I just laid on my yoga mat and moved my body around, moved my limbs around without attachment to it being a workout or it, it engaging a certain muscle. It was just like allow my body to flow to some beautiful chanting music and just really drop in. And I used some um, sacral essential oils and just really worked on that space, that releasing tension out of the womb space. So continue to breathe that breath into the belly, in the nose, and really allow the belly to fill up, expand, make space. Ask yourself, what does my body need today? Does it need to be a little bit more slow and a little bit more nourished? Or do I feel super high energy, like I can take on the world? Does it want active movement or does it want slow movement or does it want meditation or does it maybe need a nap today? And then if you can imagine in your root, that's where the magic is going to happen that um, not your root chakra, but like the root of the pelvis. That's where the flower starts to bloom. And then spring, it really reminds me of tulips. So I like to think of the image of the tulips just popping their little heads out out of the grass. And that's kind of where we are right now within the natural rhythm of the season. Just peeking our little heads out to kind of see what's going on out there. Maybe you can imagine the sound of birds chirping. Maybe you can actually hear birds chirping. Just tune into your surroundings of your environment and what you hear and what you smell and how your body feels on the ground, on the earth. My challenge for you is just to take, and for myself, is just to take you know, five minutes every morning. When when you open your eyes, even if you're hitting the snooze button, take that time in between, um, in between the dream space and the reality space to really sit sit in your body and ask, what do what do I need to do to make you feel the best today? And that can be, I need extra food today to nourish. I'm feeling really hungry, or 
I really would like to make some tea and just sit, or I'd really like to just read and see if you can cultivate that for just like five minutes every morning. And this is something I fall in and out of constantly. So there's no judgment, no guilt. If you're not following through every single day, um, it's just something that I've noticed that I fall into when my body is asking for a little bit more love and a little bit more attention rather than my mind. And um, we just had this full moon on Sunday night, which was absolutely beautiful. And it was the first full moon of spring. So a really, really good time to release all of that stagnant energy, any like hurt in relationship, any forgiveness needed to be given. Um, Sunday night was a great time, but we're still really close to that. So it's a really good time right now to just release all of that that you've been carrying through winter. And it's really, to me, this is like my new year. This is my fresh start. This is my, all right, spring is sprung. Let's Let's get the energy pumping and moving and what goodness can I cultivate throughout the summer? Um, and so it, it's funny because about a year ago, this time it keeps popping up on my Facebook. Um, I was doing guided meditations every morning at nine o'clock live um, just because I knew it, it fills my soul up to do that. Um, and I really wanted to step back into that part of myself that I hadn't in like two years. Um, and I just remember being like, this is going to help people. I can use this service of mine. I can give out these meditations and guide them every morning for, you know, 15 minutes to a half hour. And whoever tunes in, it might set their day up. It might relieve some stress. It might give that feeling of surrender to what is and, um, the trust in the universe to bring you all the abundance you need and to guide you where you need to be in life. And it was just such a magical time for myself. And that's why I'm just like so giddy that, you know, it's come full circle exactly a year. And, and I feel myself recultivating that space that I had created for myself. Um, and it just feels so good. And, you know, I woke up to a text this morning and this is something I really wanted to touch on. And um, one of my friends, she might actually listen to this. Hello. <laughs> Sorry for using you as an example, but I think it's a great one. Um, she texts me and she's just like, I'm just feeling really unmotivated and unproductive. And, um, I was just like, this is the unthawing, like, this is the unthawing time. Like ice doesn't unthaw quickly. It unthaws nice and slow. And what is that unmotivation to you? And why do you feel like the unmotivation leads to not being productive? Because to me, and I've had to really train my mind about around this because we live in such a masculine world of like, if you're not being productive, if you're not moving forward, if you're not go, 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 going, burning candles at both ends, you're not successful and you will not cultivate more success within yourself and your business and your life. And it's just false. It's so unbelievably false. And so for me, this mindset I've had to switch around is productivity and what is the definition of being productive is productive going on a run at 6 a.m going to work till 5 p.m coming home cleaning the house cooking dinner and then painting or like or painting a wall or doing some housework is productivity honoring your body and what it needs in the moment like granted we're all not blessed enough to be able to sit at home and honor our bodies all day but how can you honor your body throughout the day 
And then if you need to just lay on the couch when you get home from work, that is productive. The counterproductive part is when you are pushing yourself so hard, you're leading, you're leading yourself to burnout. And the harder you push yourself through those moments where you feel like you don't have enough energy cultivated, the less energy you're going to have later. So really isn't the productivity being within the rest, allowing your body to rest, being within the the process of listening and the process of observing and the process of deep care and nourishment. And that is the feminine, um, which we have lost in our society. And I say this all the time, but if there's a new world, a new earth being born right now and things are crumbling only to be rebuilt. And this is this has been going on for a year and more and more is coming up and more and more is happening, and there's more and more distrust in humanity, but but there's this great divide between the people that are awake to it all and the people that are fighting being awake because of the fear of the change and the shift. And all we can do as those people that are slowly waking up is hold space for those who are not yet there, who don't yet see it. And maybe they never will. But right now there's this great divide, I feel like, within our world and and this huge push for the feminine, this huge push for let's honor nature and honor our bodies and really honor where we are and what's happening. And I think that's where the magic happens the most is being within the feminine. And what I'm trying to cultivate in my life is to work less, grow more success. So when I am feeling really on fire and my energy is up and like, this is my ovulation week. So, um, so I know my energy is going to be cultivated. That's why I chose to sit down and do this podcast right now. It's like, I'm feeling that bubbling. I'm feeling it. I have a lot of ideas. I know what I want to talk about. It's feeling really true to my heart. Um, and to me that those are the weeks where I can really, tap into that energy and really ride that fucking fire wave. And then there's weeks where I'm just low and I'm questioning like, why am I so, why is my energy so low? Like, why do I feel unmotivated? Why do I feel like I'm not doing enough? Why do I feel like I'm disappointing people? And it's in those moments when I fight that, the magic doesn't happen. It's like, I'm pushing myself into this box of what I think I need to be doing that doesn't feel good at all. And my question is, why is that been what our sense of productivity, like the definition means when really I'm most productive when I work within those fire energy spaces and allow myself to rest during the non-energy spaces. And it's the working less to grow greater success because I'm working from a place of ground and a place of cultivated energy and a place where I feel really good about what I'm doing. And when you push that out, that feeling into the world, that's what comes back. That's the, you know, the power of, um, you know, magnetism, like attracts like. And and when I'm putting that good energy out there, it's going to come back tenfold. And when I'm putting this energy out there of just like shaky uncertainty, like this is something I just need to do right now to feel good, like feel like I'm doing something. It's just not aligned with my feminine and what I really want to step into, into my, my life and my career. 
And it's just a really fun thing to reflect all of this because I did have so much space exactly a year ago to be in my feminine and to sit in my yoga room for two hours every morning and to make five potions for myself every morning and really just be and do art and whatever like filled my cup up with joy. That's where I was stepping into because I had the space to do it. And my, like the question I have coming up now is like a year later when I'm full swing into building a business and have my, you know, I'm working 35 hours a week and I don't have as much space to be cultivating as much feminine energy and goodness within myself. How do I, how do I tailor my life around that feeling, that really great feeling that I had exactly a year ago where I could just be within exactly what I wanted to do every day. And for me, that's been lately what's coming up and after a human design reading and I need to be within play. Like, so everything I'm doing can be play. So like last night I had a meal prep for three hours for a client. And so, you know, I get home at six, I'm not done meal prepping till nine, nine 30 by the time cleanup's done. And a lot of times when I'm doing this, I'm just like in frustration, um, which is on my chart heavily. And yesterday I just put in headphones and I was jamming and dancing and cooking. And not only did the food look fucking incredible and like so much better, but I actually enjoyed the process. So what I'm realizing is I need to bring more play into my life, more of this feminine play and not feel so rushed and really slow down. And I'll give myself time like to get things done without pushing the boundary and just like pull it, putting it in full throttle, like you know, sometimes I'm cleaning for a client or something and I'm just like trying to get it done, trying to get it done. Whereas yesterday I chose to just really take it slow and, and be within my body. And it seemed to go so much faster and I seemed to enjoy the process so much more. Um, and so it's just really beautiful to think back on this last year. And are you staying within that feminine that you were able to cultivate during quarantine, like hardcore quarantine, or are you starting to slowly shift back into the masculine and how does that feel for you? And how do we get back to that feminine? If that's the place that feels really good. Um, so I, I mean, if you have, if you like to journal and have a journal, um, I highly recommend, like, this is pretty much the year marker. I think the 23rd was the exact year marker, um, of COVID, um, which we also had a shooting in Boulder, which I will touch on in just a moment, but, um, but yeah, journal, reflect how far you've come in a year. Like what's been going on? What have you realized? What awakenings have you had? What power have you cultivated in your life? How can you step back into that feminine of just being instead of doing? Um, and I know a lot of people had our time and they didn't know what to do and they were lonely and just, you know, watch TV and played video games for weeks on end. But um, to me, it was such a magical time to be and to evaluate and to question. Um, and I'm really, like I said, pulling that back into <clears throat> the present, the now. And it's just really special to be back in this room. I love it so much. It's so small, but it's so perfect. Um, so yeah, the, there's there's a lot of crumbling and a lot going on. I mean, I don't know exactly what states. I think it's Alabama just banned health insurance for, for trans. Um, we had 10 killed in a shooting in Boulder um, a week and a day ago at a supermarket that was really close to home. Um, there was, you know, the shootings in California with the Asian women. Um, there was another shooting, I think, in Atlanta. Um, and 
and then there's just a lot of political stuff going on right now. Like in Florida, they just, they're trying to pass a bill where when you're peaceful protesting, they're allowed to literally kill you um, if they feel like it or shut you down, which peaceful protesting is the foundation of the freedom of being an American. Um, So there's this really big push and pull right now between this collective thought process of control, confine, restrain, societal norms, be in the masculine, eat, like keep this box around everyone. There is no new way. This is the way. Whereas like there's all of these little earthling fucking beautiful witchy women and men and um, really intuitive, empathetic, connected humans who are like, especially on social media, if you're following these people, it's like, no, there is a new way. This is not the way. This way is not working. This way is not healing. This way is not feeling good. Like there is a new way. And I think this separation is creating so much angst within people that their decision to control even more is like their way to solve. Um, and it, there's going to be a lot happening in the next couple of years and it'll be a really interesting time to be alive. But I think what's really important is cultivating as much goodness within ourselves as much happiness within our internal world so we can blast that out to the external world and lead from a place of love and a place of our cup is full and a place of I am secure in who I am and I love my way of life and let me show you like let me show you the world (laughs) um and it's just it's an interesting thing to witness and we have to remember that when you're seeing all these horrific stories and all this horrible racism and horrible um, shootings and murders, um, my partner is very pragmatic and sometimes it drives me up a wall. But, you know, when the shooting happened, I was like, how is this not affecting you? Like you almost went there for water 10 minutes before. And I go to the grocery store every day for work. And this is way too close to home. And you could have been there. I could have been there. And like, this is a huge, like eye-opening thing. And how do you not feel safe in a fucking grocery store? And he was like, Marla, we could also be squid people in an alternate universe. In an alternate universe, we could not be human beings. We could not exist. We could not be together. He's like, you can't just attach to that timeline. And I see his perspective and his point, but I also see mine and it's, it's hard and it's a lot to process in the collective bolt, like of Boulder. It's been heavy the last week, really heavy. And you know, people posting about fear of going to the grocery store. And there's a lot of trauma around that. And it's nothing to backhand or neglect. He just chooses not to allow his internal landscape to be affected as much as it does me. Um, And so that's what, and he also reminded me, he's like, the world is the safest place it's ever been. There is the least amount of um, casualties and deaths that there's ever been. Like, it's just the media kind of projects this um, negativity constantly. We're just consuming all this negative content all the time and not really focusing on the positive. So for me, what I choose to do is really focus on this internal landscape of how do I cultivate the most comfort and joy within my own body and the most safety and the most care like I'm a child. And then I can blast that to the external 
Rather than if you're taking on every single external situation that's happening, your cup is going to be so chaotic and so scattered and your center will not be grounded. And and it and in order to heal the world, we need to heal ourselves first. So there's a lot during the springtime of inner reflection and you know, slowly coming out of this hibernation, slowly coming out of this cocoon. And, and we have this amazing ability to take the time right now to ask ourselves, what do we want to enter spring with or enter summer with? Um, and what place do we want to come from, from that? And, and really setting some heavy intentions, like really with this full moon, releasing that stagnancy from winter. And then with this springtime and the, the new moon that'll be here in two weeks, it's like, what, what intentions can we heavily set and, and sow seeds and plant in the ground? And um, it was a year ago, I think the first weekend of April that I did uh, Guru Jogget's um, some online course she had. I like won it online, which on Instagram, which was literally life-changing and really thrust me into, I might take that again, actually, but it really thrusted me into this beautiful space of cultivating more goodness for myself and getting myself out of a depression and anxiety-ridden body um, and mind. And um, in that we, we did some really, really, really heavy intention setting and made intention mandalas. And, um, I was journaling a lot and I planted them in my garden in the dirt and then planted some sunflower seeds over. And I've talked about my abundance circle so much, but, um, it was just such an amazing experience to watch. So like highly recommend, writing down some really heavy intentions, really making this space for yourself, lighting incense, lighting candles, writing down what you're calling in as summer approaches, as this year closes, um, for the, from like the start of COVID till now, and then plant them in your garden or put them in the dirt and plant a seed above them. And then as that seed goes, every time you look at that plant, you can watch your intentions growing and your manifestations coming more to fullness. And it was just a really, really, really cool um, experience that I'm definitely going to do again this year. And, you know, I was thinking the other day, like, oh, I haven't been doing rituals as much as I used to. And like, I'm just thinking about them. And, and then I realized I was putting this burden on myself to like, do I have to be doing a ritual every equinox, every solstice, every full moon, every new moon? Like, is that really where I like, is, am I, should I cultivate more energy around that? Or is that adding more pressure to myself to, to do all these things? But the one that I really, really, really love doing is spring. And we just passed through spring equinox and the full moon. So like, it's a really heavy, beautiful, um, like high energy time to be doing maybe a little ritual with yourself and um, cultivating a space and giving yourself an hour, you know, just be like, I'm going to turn my phone off for an hour. I'll set a timer and just allowing yourself to sit down and let the thoughts flow and, and really plant seeds for this, um, for this upcoming summer, which I'm so excited about. Um. <sighs> So yeah, I mean, as much as the world seems like it's in massive chaos and it's in massive crumble, I would like to just bring awareness to your internal self and is the external affecting your internal, which is okay and totally fine, but just bring awareness to that space and bring awareness to where you are right now within yourself and in your body and bring awareness to how much you can put push love into yourself 
Um, so you can show up for the world from a place of love and open arms and be able to hold space and be grounded and really bloom like the tulip that I keep talking about because I have this very happy vision in my head of one I saw yesterday, but really bloom like those those little buds of tulips and and you're just kind of peeking out and seeing the sunshine and observing the nature. And spring is one of my favorite times to just observe nature around me because winter is just so dark and quiet for me. And to see springtime start flourishing with buds and birds and sunshine and wind and um, rain. And we just got snow this morning. What It was 73 yesterday and I woke up to snow this morning. So it's like everything seems to be get, becoming alive and awakening and it's just it's just a cool thing to witness. It might be my favorite kind of time of year because I just feel my energy just kind of bubbling up. Um, and I did allow myself to rest a lot this winter. I did. I didn't push myself to do too many extra curriculars or anything like that. And I feel like that's what I need in my life. And I'm recognizing that as I get older, like, yeah, for maybe five months out of the year, I'm going to be low energy and I might be more in a negative headspace. And how can I nourish myself through that? Um, but as spring comes, it's just like, oh, things are awakening. My body's tingling. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and just kind of like the last year and what an unfolding it's been from you know, some things haven't stuck. So I started doing the meditations every morning and I was like, I'm growing a Twitch page and it's going to be epic and I'm going to make money doing that. And then I decided to be an, a day trader and I was studying options for like two weeks and I didn't do well. So I was like, okay, next. And then I, you know, wanted to do sound healings and teach yoga online and do coaching and hired a coach and started that realm. And it just, it didn't make me feel good good. The process of growing it was feeling bad. Um, and I knew I needed to birth something. And through that was what I birthed Marla Poppins through. And it's just a really beautiful reflection to myself right now. Anyways, that like, it is stressful and it is a lot and it's a lot to manage and it's a lot to grow right now by myself. And I'd love to be able to hire on a partner to help take on some of that. Um, but it is a labor of love and I am in like the labor point of the birthing process and it feels good and it's what I want and it's stuck and um, it's growing slowly and I just need to remind myself to be patient within it all and that my ideal future, I don't want to blink my eyes and be in my ideal future. I really want to enjoy the process to get there. And it's always a reminder of patience, always, always, always. But um, in these days where I'm feeling really good and really secure and really loved and held within my own self from myself, it's that sweet reminder of there are going to be hard days and there are going to be stressful days. And there's going to be days where you're just like, I'm done. Throw my hands up in the air. I'm just going to lay in bed all day. And that's okay. And that's part of the beauty of the process. And we have to have those days to have the days like I'm having today. Um, and just again, or a sweet reminder to myself is there are going to be low days and low weeks. Like the last two weeks have been kind of crappy. It's been a lot going on. There's a shooting. There's a, there's just a lot of questions about my living situation and if we're going to move or not. And I just wasn't feeling it. And I honored that within myself. And 
Um, now I'm ready to enjoy the the warmth as it increases and enjoy the sun and um been making more music playlists for myself and yesterday morning me and Huxley had a dance party and um it's just been really good and I hope all of you are feeling this beautiful spring energy and if you're not that's perfectly okay too and honor your body and where it's at and really tune in like my favorite thing is one hand on the heart one hand on the low belly and just take a couple deep breaths and tune into your body every morning and ask what do you need today what food do you need today what pace do I need to go today what things can I accomplish today and productivity does not mean checking off the to-do list Productivity means so many different things, and it's productive to ask your body what it needs today and follow that guidance and tap into your intuition of that place. Yeah. So plant your seeds, um, tap into your body reflect on this last year oh my god um get excited for spring and get your hands dirty and put them in the dirt but I hope that was helpful I know I didn't really have like a specific topic to go through I just kind of wanted to talk about um my last year and like how much growth and then I find myself sitting in the same exact spot I was at the same exact time last year And it just feels really special to feel so different in the same spot in this cycle and to really bring awareness to my cycles and what my body needs. And it's 11-11. Make a little wish. Hmm. I hope you all have a really beautiful day. I'm happy I had a chance to sit down and talk. Um, again, my Instagram is underscore marmo. Uh, I'm always open to DMs and just chit chatting in there. And if you ever need, you know, so to banter or be like, what is going on? Why am I feeling this way? I'm always open to um, helping with that. So I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Oh, this awesome thing I heard on a different podcast that usually people don't get past episode seven. It's on average. And we're on episode like 27 or 28. So it's been ramming and rolling. And I know I've been a little bit more spotty here and there and not as consistent. But again, that was me being in my masculine. I need to get this done every Sunday. And as I progress to step more and more into my feminine, I'm realizing to sit down when I'm inspired. And I was inspired this morning. So love you all so, so much. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who tunes in all the time. I deeply appreciate you and love you and hope that my words have some sort of healing aspect to them. So I hope you have a really beautiful day and happy springtime.